podcast addresses death, difficult emotional content, and contains profanity. Listen with your own motherfucking discretion. (laughs) (laughs) Get your kids. This is Grief After Dark. Hi, Dee. Hi. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. (laughs) You guys, I have to tell you, you don't know what we go through sometimes just to get here to spend time with you. I mean, man, I, the shit that that has been going on, you know, it is, I don't want to say supernatural or anything, but fucking hell, man. (laughs) It's a bullshit. We just spent 40 minutes trying to get Dee's computer to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like this dinosaur is like on her way to her grave. Let me tell you. <laughs> Here we are though. Here we are though. And and I couldn't be more thrilled. This is kind of a grief after dark. I don't know. What are we calling this? It's a, a dark matter boner sode. It's a dark matter boner sode with some housekeeping we got to do. What housekeeping. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I, I do have a small problem though. I left my glass of wine in the other room. Oh, you better go get it. Please stand by. Yes. Yep. Got my drink. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Um, awesome. First matter of business, because I feel like I haven't asked you this for a long time on oh this gosh. podcast. Oh, how are you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm up and down. So, you know, sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm bad. This computer, the last couple of weeks has been acting up, but in the last few days in particular, I, you know, I want to throw it out the window and then I want to jump out of the window right behind it, you know, for my one story. (laughs) Yep. My one story. This shit ain't gonna help, but I wanted this. I'm like, what the hell? Like, this is just too much. And, um, but otherwise we're doing pretty good. I've been brought some, some yarrow. It looks like. Oh, lovely. From my small person here. Thanks. So just, I mean, my day, offerings. <laughs> these offerings, we'll put it right here. Yeah. How are you? Same. Yeah. Ups and yeah. downs, you know, ebbs and flows, struggles and wins. I'm still here to tell the tale. So <coughs> I part. think that's good. Fucking, I don't know, actually sometimes, but I think it's good. Yeah. I feel like. I, what I was telling you before we started recording was that I'm trying to really keep my cool and that it's real hard. And, and, you know, I'm coming off of that, that, uh, grief sanctuary installation, which was really fantastic. By the way, it was really beautiful. We had a lovely turnout and like, she was just a hit, like this fire in her belly and the womb and like sitting with people and putting offerings in the fire it was really beautiful. If our 10 loyal listeners would like to check it out, it's on yes. the Adventures of Grief Girl Instagram. It's gorgeous. And it was so cool watching the transition and watching that grow and watching the creation sort of take on a life. It was one of the um, smoothest installations that I've done, even though, you know, we went through some fuckery with it, but like it, it was had to be one of the most smoothest, like the most even. And I'm like, this is was supposed to be a thing so (laughs) it got done and then now that I need to do something else I have all these technical difficulties (laughs) well yeah and like more than ever I feel like 
everything's so fucking difficult all the time now. Like it just feels like things are so next level challenging. And mm-hmm. again, we are all so tired and yes. still having to cope with it that every time something works out, I just take it as like a little cookie from the universe. <laughs> Like, yeah. we got to give her something easy, you guys. She's starting to lose it. She's, She's starting to lose her shit. to give her her cookie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I need a cookie. I need several cookies. Yeah. I, need some, I need several easy wins. I feel like that was a big easy win, so that's nice. But I hate yeah. to say, like, you know, now I've got a series of unfortunate fucking events. You know what? <laughs> oh, here we are. <laughs> And here we are. The computer uh, did eventually comply. It turned out it was right on time. And, yeah. you know, uh, on my best days, I really do feel like everything happens exactly the time it needs to. Yeah. I've said it before. I'll say it again now, especially with a project as, like, magical and wonderful as this grief after dark experience we've got going yeah. on together. Thank you for the reminder because we have been, we've had such a strong record with our things just working out. (laughs) We have even when they don't. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our next lineup of shows. And so we've got to work on that schedule. So that's why we're here. (laughs) That's why we're here. We're here to do some grief after dark housekeeping. A little bit of housekeeping. And um, and I, I do actually have, I have one question that I was thinking about that I want very much for you to answer, but housekeeping first. Housekeeping first. <laughs> um, the first thing I would like to mention is in our episode with Jenny Gal, yes. during our question segment at the end, I did not answer question number two. You asked what pleasure practice we were really enjoying at the time. My answer, my hot tub. Oh yes. yes Next yes, line yes. of it. <laughs> my, my pleasure practice again. So this is this is to goes to show you how things kind of change. Is that I have really just been taking naps, like actual naps. I lay down and I'll take a nap and like, you know, decide after my nap what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Not before. <laughs> I like that. So. You know, it's kind of like um, hitting the reset button mm-hmm. and looking at things with a fresh pair of eyes. Right. You know, it's like you set a I'm, timer for your naps. I do sometimes. How long are your naps? If I set a timer, I give myself about an hour and 20 minutes. OK. And, or as long as it takes for these folks to start acting up and I have to jump up out of the bed and be like, what right. the hell is going on? Right. <laughs> so, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. But anyway, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the 20 minute power nap. And like, people are always like, you can't fall asleep. And I'm like, no, no, that's not the point for me. That is the perfect amount of time for me to reset. And I kind of, most of the time, not all the time, I'll kind of doze a -hmm. little bit, but man, I feel refreshed. Yeah. The only thing I could really do in 20 minutes is probably like have an epic daydream. So I don't really go to sleep. I like, it takes me a long time to actually go to sleep. So an epic daydream can be very refreshing though. But the daydreams. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I have some silly fantasies. Oh, I love it. <laughs> like it's one of my favorite things to do. Love it. So, <clears throat> or I've started to give myself a little bit of Reiki. Oh, nice. For like 20 minutes while I do that, like I'll hold whatever part of my body needs holding yep. and really start 
getting back to that thing where I talk to my body and say, thank you. And like purposefully move, move into my next thing. So whenever I have a moment to really slow down, that's been, you know, the two things that I've been doing, fantasizing and taking a nap. Lovely. Yeah. I think the only other housekeeping that I wanted to throw out there because it's kind of ridiculous. We haven't already done this. We're like eight episodes into season two, this being kind of eight and a half. Yeah. Season one of Grief After Dark. Yes. Is exclusively on Spotify. And I'm going to tell everybody why. And I, it's not, I know there was a lot, like a whole lot of crazy shit went down with Spotify and people, lots of angry disagreements. And it was just a a sociopath media shit show for a hot second. There really doesn't have anything to do with it. The only thing was we really wanted to finish every episode with a song. And when you publish on Spotify, they're nice enough to give you access to their entire musical library. And so we went that direction. So if you want to listen to season one, you can find it on Spotify make an account. It's not that fucking hard. You don't have to pay. There aren't any ads except for the anchor ads. I think I throw in there once in a while. The end. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Apologies for that, y'all. If you've been trying to listen other places, only the bonus episodes are available, which those are pretty good too. (laughs) I think so. I don't, I haven't actually tried to listen to them without the other episodes. I don't know how out of context they are, but I also don't really care. I don't care. This is a hobby, you guys. Oh my God. It's a hobby. <laughs> Again, how many times do I have to tell you D and I are just here to chat and drink? No, hey. We just invited you to the party. We didn't have to stay. But we wish you would. We wish you would. It has been awfully are, fun. Yeah, it's been a it's been a blast. And so I'm totally grateful for uh, even having the space. And so it, like I said, in probably many episodes before, this is a dream of mine. And I'm so glad I get to do it with one of my favorite people. Me <laughs> like, too, I want to encourage everyone out there to get busy. Oh, there is some new news. AGG Inc. is dropping a Keanu Reeves coloring book. It was by news. amazing Alana Herrera. Um, <clears throat> we can do pre-orders now and our books will be in next week. And if you're in Santa Fe, we're going to be at the Santa Fe Zine Festival, May 14th from 2 to 4 at Y School Studios. So come see us and pick up Keanu's coloring book. It's beautiful. It's like our first mini adventure in publishing. And I'm totally proud of this project because we have been, you know, in in the behind the scenes, just... (laughs) Pulling away on another Keanu Reeves project, which this one was kind of born out of. So that is big. And that is very exciting. You started talking to me about publishing at least a year ago, maybe more. Yeah. It's been no, it was time. more than a year ago, two years ago, probably. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. AGG just for the general populace ah, stands for Adventures, Adventures of Grief Girl. Yes. AGG Inc. I-N-K. Yes. Fun, savvy play. (laughs) Yeah. More more publishing adventures to come. That is is exciting and kudos to you because it couldn't have been easy figuring all that shit out. I don't know the first thing, so. Oh, my God. Uh, I will absolutely be coming to you with my book. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, I have so I have so many thoughts about your book. And I, I this is another thing that I've come to is that, you know, I'm really good at helping people birth projects, but I like when it comes to doing it for myself, I need a cheerleader. Like I need someone to be in my ear. Like, you gotta get this done. You got it. Like this is the next thing. So because I like doing that for other people and helping that. So I think that's kind of what this is born from. I think maybe I'm just supposed to be a producer. And when I produce things for myself, I mean, I get to it when I get to it. It's not going anywhere, but uh, yeah, I just, well, I think we produce the hell out of a podcast. (laughs) Fuck yeah, we do. Practically on accident. (laughs) Yeah. You know, our little production company is, is, is doing big things. (laughs) Very exciting. I've just been over here making a shitload of jewelry. Amazing jewelry. Thank you. I got it, that. It doesn't Happy. suck. It doesn't. It's my amazing. job, I mean. I don't think the jewelry sucks either. But like the 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 process of of making the jewelry, it doesn't suck. I actually, it's funny, I was really hyper aware of it this morning. And I feel like odds are very good anybody who has a creative or artistic job encounters this. Uh-huh. I have to make jewelry tags for the jewelry. I have to print shipping labels for things going out on Etsy. Like there's a lot, a lot of things beyond sitting in a studio and making jewelry, but that's the part that I like really like. And so I do all of the shitty shit in the morning first, and then like actually making the jewelry, my actual air quotes job is the reward. Yes. That's the reward. So it happens to me with my like cleaning up. I have to, I have this ritual that I have to get ready. And I have every time I finish a project, I have to reset so I can start something new. Yeah. <laughs> like that pride. And I can't start until, you know, I get my ritual under control and I get, I got to spend time with my schedule. I've got to do like, it's all those little tedious things that go into my life yep. that I have to do before I can, you know, and I think that's, part of growing up in the conditioning you can't leave the house until you clean <laughs> well you can't it, do anything fun until yeah. you clean <laughs> yeah, that's right yeah you're, you're gonna eat that fucking broccoli you go eat that broccoli before you get up from this table and go <laughs> that's right exactly. So you, you want to eat it first and finish off with the mac and cheese so that the flavor left is the mac and cheese, eat the (laughs) shitty shit first. I mean, really like even the shitty parts of my job are not that shitty and I'm, I'm fortunate in that respect, but yes, I just have thousands of little tiny moving parts. It seems so. Oh my God. My struggle is. And if I drop one fucking ball, I'm just like, Oh, Oh, (laughs) my whole life is upended. (laughs) That is how, that's how life feels right now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm juggling far too many balls and I'm not adept at it. Can I tell you that I dropped, I dropped one ball really hard in the last couple of weeks. (laughs) Yeah. And it really wasn't that big a deal, but I missed, I missed out on something and I was super bummed about it. Uh And then I almost missed out on something else and just ended up showing up like, half an hour late, super raggedy. And my friends are nice enough to still want me there and not care. But you know, what's cool is I didn't beat the living shit out of myself emotionally over it. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It it feels like real progress. It is. It really is. It really is. Because that, 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 that's a dangerous place. We both struggle with that. 
Oh, yeah. And you know whose voice I have in my head, so. Mine? <laughs> no. <laughs> she who must not be named. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's very, it's a very cutting, stern voice. And it's a very, like, will cut you down to size. And yeah. like, that's how I talk to myself. Get it all the way the fuck together. Immediately. No room. There is no margin for error. There is no margin for you to be sitting over here being a weak ass bitch. (laughs) What you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You know, telling my hoe to shut up and sit at the back of the bus. That's an adventure in and of itself. Yeah. And reading again recently, um, my good friend, Brene Brown, saying (laughs) my, my, one of my best friends, she has no idea. She has no idea. (laughs) My dream is that someday she's just going to hear me stalking the shit out of her on my own podcast and be like, she's either going to have me arrested or, you know, write me a thank you note for letting her be my best friend. Anyway, Anyway. I read again recently her saying that perfectionism is based in shame. Uh That, that stings. Yeah. It's, it was definitely one of those like, well, duh, but also very profound and um, and pretty fucking painful, to be completely honest. But, you know, seeing it is half the battle. And, uh, you know, worst case scenario, I can text you and be like, I am beating the living shit out of myself. So you can tell me to go sit my ass down. Sit down. Have a nap. Yes. <laughs> go lay down. <laughs> That's another thing I wanted to tell people, too, about the go lay down thing, the nap ministry. If you all, I we've said it before on this podcast but if you all are not following the nap ministry go follow the nap ministry um they do their work much like we do whenever the fuck they want to and they drop gems all the time (laughs) so it's beautiful and um take a nap reset y'all let's let's do this and and like as we gear up for like you know the second half of grief after dark can i tell you something yeah I was absolutely like the heat is still on in the studio because I was going to go back to work after this. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not D I'm not because Mm -hmm. it's all still going to fucking be there for me in two days when I get back in the studio. And Mm -hmm. what I need to do is take a nap. Take a nap. I need a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take one. Thank you. You've been doing a lot this week. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, it's been extra. Yeah, so yeah. there ain't no shame in your game right now. <laughs> Taking a nap. I appreciate it. I have, I will say, I have put many things into practice from, I think, every single conversation we've had in season two. Hallelujah. <laughs> I've learned something from everybody we've talked to. Jenny, for sure, because now I find myself all the time being like, how can I make this better? In Kiva saying, you know, we were talking about how like the hurdles sometimes with just making yourself happy and practicing pleasure. And she's just like, really? Cause I'm always seeking pleasure because I don't know how long I'm going to be on this planet. And all I want to do is feel good. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to take a page out of that book because I, I appreciate that very much. And then Tony and Gina were both so unbelievably full of wisdom. I don't even know where to start with either of them, except (laughs) except knowing that my heart is changed and impacted for talking to them. Definitely. And this conversation we had with Kim, I've been thinking a lot about, about that metamorphosis of grief and how grief 
it it completely changes the lens through which you see and experience your life. Everything. 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 The lens. So it's not like certain things have been affected. My glasses have changed drastically. Yeah, drastically. And it's so wild. I remember back in the day when I was doing my blog, and I was writing about those things is those, but you know, we, our perception is so drastically changed by a dramatic event or a traumatic event for that matter. They've done studies about it that, you know, trauma changes you. Trauma changes your brain, literally the, the, the chemical makeup of your brain, like how it works, how it's wired. And then, you know, you're dealing with people who've had trauma on top of trauma and the expectation to just, you know, put that down and live, live your best life. That's, ooh, nobody wants to live my best life more than I do. Right. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> nobody nobody yeah. wants this for me more than I do. It's a great point. So to be so close and not have it, to have these swings of like depression hit you like fucking wrecking ball. Um, and throw you off course like that shit still happens in the healing it doesn't <laughs> go away right you know it's it's not that simple well and that actually that leads me to what I wanted to ask you yeah is all grief trauma I don't think that all grief is trauma no I I mean I think love is our connection to grief so like whatever it is that you oh, are wow. grieving you loved deeply, whether it's a job you invested a lot of time in, you must love your time. And in order to like, give it to a a thing or a relationship, like mourning those things, it's not, that's not necessarily a trauma unless there was some other type of dynamic in the relationship. But if it's just ending because, you know, you guys are growing separately or whatever the fuck ever, or even for little kids, like the worst thing ever happening to them is that their cup is pink and yesterday it was purple and they want the purple one. Right. (laughs) You know, they're invested. Well, I, I ask because you, you really changed the way I look at the word trauma because I really spent most of my life looking at trauma as a really big, brutal, you know, life, you know, like PTSD world. And you kind of helped me see that. And even Jenny said that, you know, a a traumatic event can be a bad pap smear. It can be a difficult, you know, doctor's appointment or it doesn't, it's not all a great big thing. And what was liberating for me to learn in that is to call trauma what it is, it kind of just gave me a little more allowance. Yeah. And, and to, to touch on that doctor appointment thing. So again, we are conditioned out of calling that trauma because the experts know better than us and they they have, you know, license to do whatever to us. The shit is traumatizing. And then, you know, like I said, having a baby, that's trauma on your body. Yeah. It's trauma on your mind too. And and even that has a range. It's, you know, that varies. So, you know, like myself, I feel like I was robbed in every single pregnancy that I've had of these blissful, wonderful moments that they talk about in the media all day long, but they don't talk about these other types of 
pregnancies and these other types of like events that go on. So it's so difficult. Like I, I, what I want to impress upon people is that it has a range. It's not just black or white. None of this, none of it is black or white. And that, you know, it's all lives in the gray area. It's all like subjective, you know, I'm with you sister, Uh, depending on who you are, where you are in your life, what you've already been through, what you haven't been through for that matter. Many people don't experience the death of a loved one until it's their grandparent or something, which is wild because again, there's so many people dying all the time. Yep. It's both things. Yeah. Like there are so many people dying and then there's so many people who haven't experienced the death of a close loved one. There's that paradox again. And so we live in like this crazy is this really happening this can't be happening this doesn't happen I don't even know what that means anymore I don't know what any of this means anymore I'm just (laughs) I'm just glad we get to sit here and, and chat it out I am too on that note I would say the last measure of business for me is to once again give a sincere, heartfelt thank you to the people who have shown up for us in this podcast, who have supported us. I have, like, it's just, you guys, this has been a really incredible experience and it's something so cool to share. And it's so bizarre, isn't it, Dee, to realize that it's actually impacting other people? (laughs) Like this podcast is so weird. It's not like sitting on a stage and like watching people's reactions and shit. Like it's not even like posting some shit on Facebook and seeing what people have to say. Like we just Uh sit here and look at each other over Zoom and and drink our whatever and 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 explore these wonderful, insatiable curiosities that you and I both have. And then people come back at us with like how much it means. The same. Like Thank you so much for the responding and the engagement and listening in the first place and supporting us. Like, you know, we have incredible support behind the scenes and I am so proud and I'm so, I feel loved. I feel like, you know, this is kind of what we're supposed to be doing for each other and with each other. So like the the gratitude that I have surrounding this helps me to keep showing up. Me too. <laughs> Y'all keep, just keep doing what you're doing. Yes, please. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. We are incredibly grateful just every single time. Fucking yeah. cheers to that. So cheers to that. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, love you, everybody. I love you. Good game. Good game.